aborted fetuses, toxic waste, and prostitutes. All in a movie with the word suck right in the title. We watched The Suckling. We watched it so you don't have to. So you know what time it is. What's up, Moon Goons? Welcome to Horrible Horror, the podcast where we watch the worst of the worst in horror movies. I'm your host, Marshall Hampton. I'm back after a hiatus. It's been a while, but I'm back, motherfuckers. Uh, with me is always my co-host, my right-hand man, Mr. Aaron Southworth. Aaron, how are you doing? Fly me to the moon. Let me play among the stars, Marshall Hampton's back so I can go drinking in the bars. I'm very happy. That was, I'm a, that so was a bit of a weird opening. I was kind of happy. wondering where you're going with that. Hey, whatever. <laughs> I don't care. I'm in a good mood. Yeah, you I'm are in a good mood. Still got a little drunk going on from last night. So that's nice. Always nice. Yeah. And you're back, man. I'm back. You're back. I'm back. I'm so fucking happy you're back. The Marshall Strikes Back. <laughs> It's uh, just uh, going through, you know, because we've been, we've, I've been doing the play-by-play for the last couple weeks, last couple episodes. Yeah. Thank you very much again, Chris Samples, for helping out and filling in and, you know, kind of, we were picking up the slack when Marshall was gone. Now he's back. Full reps. Back. Back under center. Back, 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 back. I hate Chris Berman. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I really fucking hate Chris Berman. <laughs> anyway. Look, enough sucking our own cocks here. All right. We're... Yes. Speaking of sucking, uh, the movie we did this week is called The Suckling. Um... But we're going to come back to that in a minute, because before we go into the movie, we need to tell you all, if you don't already know, where you can find us, where you can follow us, and where you can interact with us all in one, one-stop shopping, sort of. But there's multiple places to do it, and Aaron's the best one at telling us you all about that, so he's going to do that now. Yeah, so you can always find us on Facebook, you can find us on Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at SoBadIt'sScary. Of course, we're also on Instagram, and check out our website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com, where you can download episodes, listen to them, check out uh, you know, some of our Hall of Fame, other things on our website. Um, and of course, if you don't listen to us on our website, you can listen to us on iTunes. Please give us a rating, give us a five-star rating if you like us. If you don't like us, you know, just uh, take your mom's advice. If you got nothing good to say, don't say anything at all. But uh, if you like us, please give us a review, five-star rating. That'd be great. Uh, you can also find us on Podbean. Uh, so, yeah, there's some places you can check us out. And, again, uh, website, HorribleHorrorPodcast.com. Exactly. Plug, 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 plug. Oh, you plugged it so well. Ooh. Jeez. Yeah, you did. <laughs> anyway, um, also, uh, I won't lie. I wasn't really quite paying attention to all that because I was working on computer stuff. Um, did you mention our Patreon page? You know, where, I didn't. Well, because that's funny because we have a Patreon page where our wonderful Moon Goon listeners who really like the show and want to continue to get the show can help us out by donating just small amounts of your of your cash to, to the show. To or help large us. amounts. Or large amounts. Would be, amounts. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, it helps us, you know, continue to bring this show free of charge and, you know, just help us keep doing it and upgrade equipment and, and bring you more content in the future. Like, we'd like, really want to start bringing you animated videos and some YouTube videos and some other things. But, you know, doing this out of our own pocket and free, and, you know, without getting any, you know, 
you know, seen any comeback from it. it. It gets a little wearing, so we're asking if you, you know, if you have a few extra dollars spent. If you really like us, help us out, If you really please. like us, you know, go to www.patreon.com and look up Horrible Horror Podcast. Uh, and there you can donate different, you know, amounts of money to the show on a monthly basis, and it would be great. Uh, it would really help us out. So, uh, yeah, we're going to. From there, we're done plugging. We're done plugging. That's all you needed here. Now now we can move on to the meat and the so potatoes. back to the suckling. The suckling. Oh, God, the suckling. All right, this <laughs> this this sucky... Su- sucky <laughs> suck, suck fest. fest. Yes. Uh, was released... It was made in 1989, released in 1990. Um, written and directed by Francis Terry. Uh, the cast, you don't need no shit about because there's nobody to even talk about in this None. movie. Nobody. Uh, the one thing, even though I just said this movie was made in 89-90, it looks like it was made in, like, 1972. And I'm not talking about... It takes place in settings, which is fine. So the costumes, I get that. But, I mean, the actual film quality, the, the, everything the about this quality, look, it yeah. looks like it's from 72. So it's pretty shitty, even by, like, 1989-90 standards. Um, yeah, it, it's rough. Yeah, speaking it's of really which, rough. I mean, just, just, just a comment really quick, and I'll probably bring it up a few more times during the episode, but, like, the, the film quality was bad. The sound quality was bad. The music was fucking horrible. But it was weird because it seemed like the sound effects in the movie didn't quite fit what was happening on screen. Yeah. Like, a door would close, and it's like a metal door, and it's making creaking sounds. So they kind of have it right, <laughs> but it's like an old wooden door creaking, but it's like a metal door. Yeah, or it, everything about it was off. It's so weird. Everything about the movie's off. Um, so let's get into it. Let's. All right, so the movie opens with a text crawl very reminiscent of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Uh, that's the first thing I thought of when yeah, I read this. Yeah, yeah. Um, basically, very long. It was long, but you know, here's what it says. I wrote it down. Uh, it says on April 1st, which okay. So first, of all, I'm like, oh god, this is gonna be like some April stupid Fools. April Fools joke movie. I'm like, oh god, no. Uh, April 1st, 1973, the most bizarre and macabre event. Which another, we, just use the word macabre. If that's what triggered my yeah. Texas Chainsaw Bam, Massacre. Right back there. Uh, bizarre and macabre event. All of Brooklyn's modern history occurred. 12 people, inhabitants of a reputed house of prostitution and an illegal abortion clinic were killed. Only one occupant survived. When found by the police, she told a tale so fantastic and horrific she was believed to be insane. <laughs> Authorities immediately placed her in the insane asylum. It's like, they never checked out. Just, you're nope. going straight there. Bitch, you cray. You cray cray. <laughs> uh, the most brilliant investigator spent... Yeah, I love the most... Brilliant, brilliant investigators. Most brilliant investigators spent years trying to solve this gruesome mystery, but to this day are still baffled. <laughs> Could the rantings of a girl supposedly insane be true? The makers of this film believe so. So it's like, <laughs> it's, what? You know, yeah. it's, 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 it gives you this, this is based on a true story. It almost gives you that feeling. Yeah. You know, the makers of this film, like, is this supposed to be a documentary? Exactly. Like, what's, well, it's a, such a weird intro. <laughs> I, it, this is like Blair Witch. I don't understand. Yeah, it's really, it's. Yeah, like, so we're it, off to a bad start already. Like Fargo kind of did that thing and said, based on true events. But even they even said, no, no, we're just having fun. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, what's going on here? All right, so once that cross finally over, we get the opening credits. And then we cut to this woman. She's asleep in a bed during a heavy thunderstorm. Uh, a man in, like, white, like, creeps into her room holding a straight razor. Uh, he approaches the bed, pulls out this giant syringe, fills it with some kind of medicine. Huge Syringe. I mean, it's the kind of has the like needle the needle is it's like, like the finger rings on the side. It's right. so big. It's classic. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, he fills it with some kind of medicine, 
And then he, you don't really see her, him do it, but you get the idea that he injects her with it and then puts the empty syringe in his pocket. Needle up, by the way, which just looks like you're going to yeah, impale yourself with that thing. Uh, so many writings wrong with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then he checks his watch for a moment and then he just scoops her up, carries her out of the bedroom. Yeah. Okay. So he gave her a shot with a, with a needle that's like three a inches long. Needle. It's like a vet's needle. And something. she doesn't budge. Doesn't whimper, doesn't take a deep breath, doesn't doesn't do anything. Nope. Why'd you even need the medicine, man? Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> that bitch is out. Uh, so we next see her being wheeled down a brightly lit hospital hallway. Uh, she kind of wakes up and glances off from side to side into the <laughs> side rooms, where she sees a nurse in a really tight like, nurse's outfit. Sexy nurse's outfit. Yeah, it's like yeah, Halloween. It's, nice, it's sexy yeah. nurse's outfit. Uh, she's got blood on her. And her tits are just hanging out for just, some reason. Just hanging out. And she's holding, like, a giant fireman's axe, like a giant axe. And so the woman being wheeled, she looks to the other side to another room. And coming out of that room is the same It's lady. a completely different room, but it's the same nurse yeah. coming out of a separate room now. Still hanging on to the axe. Walking that. so weird. Oh, oh, the, okay, where you get the walk. Yeah, that's my very next one. She has the most, the honest, most unusual walking gait. Like, I can't. I don't. Is she trying to be sexy? Because it looks like she has something medically wrong with her. She almost looks like in Star Wars Return of the Jedi, not the giant, like, uh, walkers, Imperial walkers, but the little ones that go, the small ones that go through the forest. The ATSTs. That, yeah, okay, thank you. But it looks like it's like kind of like this awkward, yeah, silly, it, like, walk. So she's kind of hunched weird. down and she's walking. It's weird. It's the weirdest choice of a walk I've ever seen. It's so odd. <laughs> Someone never taught that girl how to walk sexy. Yeah, but sexy. I'm like, I don't, I, that's what I'm thinking. Is she trying to be sexy? Because it's like, I, it's, it's so It's simple weird. to walk. You just move your hips back and forth. It, it's hard to say. Unless you actually see this, the way she do it, it's almost impossible to explain this properly. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, so the doctor, <laughs> doctor asks the nurse if everything's ready, in which the nurse replies in such an over-the-top way, everything's ready. Yes. It gets so over-the-top and weird the way she responds. And she's like holding the axe up. <laughs> My brain was hurting already. You know? I'm like, what is going on? Uh, so the woman that's in the that was being wheeled, she's now strapped down on an operating table with her stomach exposed. Uh, the doctor picks up a scalpel and just starts cutting across her stomach. Lightning crashes, and the woman wakes up all sweaty in bed. She gets up, goes to the bathroom. Uh, she gets the medicine from the medicine cabinet. Uh, she takes it when she puts it back, closes the cabinet door, standing behind her. Dun dun dun! Ah. Oh no, it's the doctor again. The doctor grabs her by the hair, pulls her head back, slits her throat with a straight razor. Again, the woman wakes up. This time, she's in a hospital bed, and she's got like electrodes and stuff stuck to her head. And she goes back to sleep as the camera zooms out on her. Yeah, and so it's like two separate dream it's like jump dream, scares. It's the inception. It's, yeah. it's dream within a dream bullshit. Uh, outside of her hospital room are two doctors that are discussing her condition, which, one, because it says it's hyperneurosis, the most bland, vague yeah. explanation for anything ever. Right, right, right. <laughs> and, and one of the doctors is like a little person. He is. He's, a, he's slightly of. bigger. He's like, he's a little bit bigger than Danny DeVito. He's yeah, kind of, he's yeah, that's Danny great. That's, like he's that. right there on the edge. He's not quite, a, he's just. He's an, not a Peter Dinklage, but right. he's like a Danny DeVito. He just, he's so, he's just an incredibly short man. Yeah. He's not quite a little person. No. He's just in, so short. It's stunning. It it's is just, stunning. Wah. <laughs> um, and his acting is so bad. <laughs> it's awful. Oh. Well, 
acting this whole movie is awful. Is, uh, is some of the worst. It's so bad. It's it's a fucking abortion of acting. <laughs> um, well, it comes up. Yeah, later. I, I, I maybe pre eject pre uh pre noted that joke. I think. <laughs> I think so. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, blah, blah, blah. we find out that she, this girl, is the sole survivor of the Brooklyn massacre that happened a week ago, which is what they talked about in the credits. Uh, and now we go one week into the past. So now we jump back in time for like the, the events of the movie. Uh, that woman and her boyfriend arrive at the brothel slash abortion clinic, um, which you think about as a pretty good business strategy. Cause I mean, if you, <laughs> it's like one-stop shopping. Like, and if your hookers get knocked up by yeah. the gods, they just go, right, go across yeah, the hall, go get, get taken, taken care, care of, of, and then you go right back to work. Oh gosh. <laughs> so <laughs> it's not the worst idea. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. <laughs> streamline the process. Yeah, streamline. Yeah. yeah, you got. Um, so the girl has some second thoughts, and you know, but she, she's like, "I don't want to do that." Blah blah blah. I want to keep. But the boyfriend's like, "Let's go in and let's listen to what they have to say." Right. At least talk to her. Yeah. yeah. She's like, "Whatever. I'll go in I'll, for you. I'll you know whatever." Um, but she's very adamant about keeping the baby. So they meet the bouncer, this uh, black guy with a sweet mu- porn mustache. Dude, he right when I saw him, I'm like, Hall and Oates. Like, <laughs> this is like Oates, you know, but he just doesn't have the Jerry Carroll hair. But I just call him Hall and Oates. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought Hall and Oates were white. I think I, they are dude, white. Dude, I know. I said the same thing. I told, asked Melissa, I was like, which guy's the black guy from Hall and Oates? She's like, they're both white. I'm yeah. like, what? And yeah. she's like, yeah. And I'm like, okay, well, who's the dark-skinned guy? Because... <laughs> Definitely one of them is very dark. Yeah, they're both white, but yeah, I can see what you're But he's got, yeah. So anyway, the black bouncer. Because uh, he's a light-skinned black guy. Yeah. yeah. He, he takes him around to the back where they bump into a man in a suit. Uh, <laughs> and the bouncer says, hey, go on into room three. She's waiting for you. So he's just a client. He goes on in. Inside, the couple is shown to a waiting room where we meet Axel, the ex-con. And I think he's another brothel employee, but you never really know. He's just there. Yeah. I don't. You don't really know what he does. So other than this is a like a asshole. very like professional brothel. They have like a waiting room, a parlor. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like a, a waiting room to go get your abortion, I guess. Abortion or, or your dick suck. You know. Right. It's just, it's the parlor. It's <laughs> yeah, the waiting room. Sure. You know, pick a number and be served. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so, but Axel is nothing but a complete asshole to through and through throughout the entire movie. There's absolutely zero redeeming qualities oh, yeah. about this and guy just whatsoever. Bad act. I mean, it's it's so crazy. Over the top acting. Bad over the top. He's, he's, like, he doesn't know when to react. Like to something. Like he overreacts to small things and underreacts to big things. Yeah, it's, it's that's one way to put it. <laughs> um, so we cut to one of the upstairs rooms where we see a naked man wearing a beanie with a propeller on it. Oh, my God. With a smile on his face and excitement in his eyes, he picks up a fairly large dildo on a stick, which kind of looks like a corn dog. <laughs> uh, and then there's the prostitute in the room with him just strips down. She picks up a whip, and then suddenly she's like Indiana fucking Jones. Yeah, dude, she's snapping the whip. It's cool. pow, pow. <laughs> she snaps The guy's it. holding the dildo. <laughs> yeah. With his fucking twirler beanie hat twirly on, beanie. which is spinning, by the way, it now, is for no reason. She, like Marshall says, Indiana Jones lassos that whip around the dildo he's holding. <laughs> yes. She snatches it back and catches it. Uh, yes, she does. <laughs> um, and then she walks up to the man who gets down to all fours, and then she just shoves the dildo up the guy's ass. She gives him the sexy walk. She's... Dude, she's into it. She's yeah. like got her. She's making all these sexy faces, doing the walk. At this he, point, she's into it. Yeah. He bends over and he puts his ass in the air, and she shoves the dildo in her ass. 
But what makes it even worse, like this movie, it sometimes it slips into slapstick. Like it doesn't know what, like yeah, what the, the hell's wrong. The beanie spinning around. The bee, but we actually we see the motion of her bringing the dildo down into his ass. The sounds of like an airplane yeah. coming down for a landing are heard. Yes, as the dildo is about to like you know make like <laughs> about it's a runway or touchdown. Right. Yeah, it's like I'm like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> This is like a, is this a naked gun movie all of a sudden? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Why is that sound effect in this movie? <laughs> and then as soon as she starts going to town on this dude's she looks ass, completely she is. just looks like, I, I know. another day at the job. She's like, she just yeah. went from like sexy bombshell faces, totally into it, and then as soon as she's going, she's just like, nah. Yeah. And she's not even fucking, she's just holding it into place, and the guy's like fucking himself on the dildo that she's holding. Um, another hooker enters, uh, tells her once ditto that whose name is Mary. doesn't fucking matter though. Uh, that her Mary's grandmother is downstairs <laughs> waiting to drive her home. So Mary just throws in her coat and walks right out of the room. <laughs> I know like mid thrust, mid, mid session with the client. She's like, I'm out. Yeah, take over. Yeah. She hands the dildo to the other hooker says, take care of this guy and then leave. So the other hooker, she drops the dildo. And she picks up like this giant wooden paddle, like fucking nails. It's like spikes it's, in it. It's like the Lucille of, of fucking sex paddles. <laughs> this thing, and she just approaches the guy's like, "Oh, I'll take care of him." And that's it. Like what? The guy looks terrified, and rightfully, he's like, "What is that? Is going to kill him?" Yeah. Like, is, and that guy gonna... is like never seen again, by the way, <laughs> ever. So I think he is dead. We cut back to the rating room. Uh, along with the couple we already mentioned, uh, there, there's Candy, another prostitute. Candy is like the female version of Axe. She's just a bitch throughout the entire movie. For She is an awful, awful person uh, who we learn has already had three abortions. And an even worse actress. Yes. Uh, she also tries to solicit sex from the boyfriend right in front of the girlfriend. Uh, but he's like, no, not right now. Out comes Big Mama. Now, she is the woman in charge. She's the madam. She's the person in charge of this brothel, uh, whorehouse, or whatever, an abortion clinic. Uh, she tells the boyfriend that only the girl can come to the back room. And so she leads the girl downstairs into, like, the, the exam room. Dude, she looks like fucking Beetlejuice from the cartoon. She's wearing this. She's a really large woman who's wearing this great, pardon me, black and white striped dress that makes her look like it's just, it is tight on her. It. She looks like Beetlejuice, basically. Yeah, and um, it, over top eye eyeshadow, yeah. It's a, a combina it's combination a of, like, um... Oh, what was her name from um, the John Waters movies? Uh, I don't know. I was thinking Mimi from the Drew Carey sto show. That's a very good one. Yeah, it's like a cross between Mimi and from Drew Carey show and uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's a good way to put it right there. Um, so uh, Axel tells the boyfriend to come with him. So in the back abortion, Big Mama gives the girl a cup of tea and goes into her speech about how the fetus isn't human yet. It has no eyes, ears, or fingers. This is the easy way out, and, you know, the girl should be smart about this and just, you know, do have the baby when the baby when time's right. right. Don't do it now, blah, blah, blah. Suddenly, the girl just passes the fuck out and collapses, just down and out, just gone. Uh, meanwhile, the boyfriend is showing pain, Axel, and cash in some other room. Well, it was, she got, you know, Obviously, she, she got drugged. drugged. Yeah. yeah. Back in the abortion room, the girl is now on the exam table, knees up, covered from a sheet, you know, sheet waist down. Uh, Bertha, Big Mama's assistant, is tending to the girl while Big Mama performs the wire coat hanger abortion. Oh, my God. Uh, she pulls out the fetus, saying that it's the largest second trimester, trimester, trimester baby she's ever seen. 
Which made me say, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Hold the phone for a second. Because first of all, at that stage, the fetus does have ears, yeah. eyes, and fingers, and is pretty much human looking. It's and they pull out this giant it's, it's like the size of a chihuahua. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> fucking viable. And it's got arms like it's a, yeah. it's blah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and second of all, if she's second trimester with a baby that big. This bitch would have been showing. Like, she would have had the big old oh, belly. she's got the flattest baby stomach, bump. too. Yeah, she's, she's got just the flat. flat. She's not even, like, she's a thin guy. She's got no, nothing showing. Yeah, I'm like, there's, it's so, the whole, again, everything fucked about this is fucked up and wrong. Um, she pulls out the bloody baby, hands it to birth, and tells her to get rid of it like she showed her. <laughs> and what's this technical process? Yeah, the very of technical, messy, yeah. safe, you know. <laughs> no, Bertha's goes to a bathroom and flushes it like a goldfish. <laughs> She flushes the bloody fetus down the toilet, which again made me say, hold the fucking phone, because I Ugh. you're telling me that this baby, which is the size of a small dog, like a chihuahua or a cat, can be flushed down a toilet? What kind no of toilet do they have? Yeah, like this they had to have the <laughs> suction of like guess, some mass like it's insane. There's no way this baby would go down the uh, and on one flush alone too. First yeah. flush. Oh yeah. One sure. flush. Doesn't clog nothing, just goes right down. So we watched the baby go through the sewer. It comes to a stop underneath a, uh, like a drainage grate, and the camera pans up to the surface where we see a leaking metal barrel labeled <laughs> toxic waste. Right next door. <laughs> which drips down the, to the grate onto the border's fetus. And behind the barrel, yes, you can see the whorehouse. Right so, there. So, like, on top of being a whorehouse and illegal abortion clinic, apparently this is also a toxic waste dump in the backyard. Sure. So I guess the government just come dump your toxic waste toxic, in the backyard. Toxic, toxic waste, just dump it here. <laughs> And, uh, Jesus yeah. Christ. And apparently, that's also where the sewer stops. Yes. Because, yeah, I mean, you just flush and it just goes boop right boop there. Right down. That's the worst civil engineering I've ever seen. <laughs> so, someone talk to the alderman. So, the uh, uh, the fetus now with, with the toxic waste dripping on it starts to cry and come to life. Oh, it's God. like Frankenstein now. Jesus Christ. And it begins to grow in size and mutate. It's like wiggling around, <laughs> yeah. making like. Weird baby noises, kind. Of, it's really disturbing. It but really it's kind of so is. So weird looking. Um, in the house, the boyfriend sits by, waiting for the girl to wake up. She's now on the couch in the waiting room again. She's. They're all waiting for her to wake up. Some black hooker sits next to them, and uh, the bouncer tells him that once she wakes up, they have to leave. And we jump to Candy and Big Mama. They're in the abortion room. Big Mama's cleaning off her the bloody dude, remains of the abortion dude. from her wire She's hanger. pulling, like, gore off of her wire hanger yeah. and reshapes the hanger back to hang up her lab coat. Yes, she hangs up her lab coat on the bloody wire hanger. While there's still, like, goo on it. Yeah. And she's, like, putting it back, and there's blood all over the, the like, collar. lapels the, yeah, of the, the collar. collar. And she's, like, trying to dust up. Oh, God, so... <laughs> I don't know if this is gross or stupid, like silly, like humor. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's this movie. You don't know which way they're going because you just, you really don't. Um, so we go back to the fetus. It continues to mutate. It grows talons instead of hands, and the umbilical cord turns into a clawed, whip-like weapon. Yeah. Uh, the girlfriend wakes up in a fit, confused as to what happened. We find she. Uh, we finally learned the boyfriend's name is Phil at this point, so we know he, we got his name now. I didn't even, you know what? I didn't even realize it. Yep. That's where we finally get this. Uh, and he tells us that he, uh, he will explain everything after they leave the place, but she figures out what happened. She's crying. She's like, how could you do this to me? I told you I wanted to keep it, blah, blah, blah. 
And that's a pretty fucked up move. I mean, oh. That's dark. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you want to keep it. I'm killing this baby. I just drugged you. Like <laughs> I'm drugging took you. Took you to a fucking brothel to have an abortion. <laughs> had you drugged and had the fetus, you know, terminated. Flushed down a toilet. Flushed down a toilet without your say. Yeah. That's really fucked up. Yeah, it is. Uh, so And the black hooker is like. Being really nice, try. <laughs> She's like, "Hey, it's over now. Yeah. Just relax. Move on. You know? Can't do anything about it now." Uh, so Phil gets up to leave the room and encounters uh, the bouncer holding back another hooker who we've never seen before. She's pissed off and trying to attack her most recent client slash John, uh, calling him a freak and all this stuff. Uh, the bouncer pushes her back and orders, "Like, you know, get back yeah, upstairs. Yeah. Stop it." Uh, so the bouncer smooths things over the client. He's 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 yeah. actually he's the like most level-headed guy in this whole movie. Yeah, he's the one guy I kind of like. Yeah, he's the only yeah. character that has any. But he's still vibe. a horrible person because he's working in a at a brothel <laughs> abortion place. Yeah, so. well, you know, maybe you know, yeah, times are hard. Up. I guess times are hard. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, the pissed-off hooker and then come, goes upstairs, but comes back downstairs with a gun. And just shoots this tw- the client twice in the chest, killing him. Just plugs just him. Just plugs him twice. Like, really no reason. Just bang, bang, he's dead. And Hollow fucking hauls off and smashes her in the face. <coughs> Excuse me. Yeah. <laughs> cold cocks the hooker. Knocks her out cold. <laughs> but he's just still cool as a cucumber. Yeah, he is. Just, like, uh Pops her, and he just like looks around, like, well, there's a shooting and a murder. Everyone's just, and everyone's just pretty. And Phil is just saying to watch the whole thing. He's like, all right. This <laughs> is like a, such a fucked up thing just happened. Yeah. And everyone's just really pretty, it's like, pretty cool. It, yeah, it's like it happens all the time, apparently. Like, it's like, it's, okay, it happened again. No big deal. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like, ugh. You know. <laughs> so, That's part of the job. <laughs> uh, Bouncer picks up the gun, tells the black hooker to get Phil and his girlfriend out of here and take him out to the back. Uh, he then looks at the unconscious hooker and says, you know, like, don't argue with the clients. That's what I'm for. Like, this, he's like, you dumb bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is my job. <laughs> this is what you get. <laughs> um, so in comes Big Mom and Axel. Uh, she tells the b- bouncer to take Tammy, uh, the hooker who killed the guy. So now we have her name upstairs, lock her in her room, and then put the body in the tub in the upstairs bathroom. Until who knows what. They just do it. Um, so next is a conversation between Candy and Bertha that doesn't fucking matter. Um, it just goes on for a while. The mutant baby has continued to grow and now lets out this really high-pitched shriek or roar. Almost sounds like a kind of almost more like the Velociraptors from Jurassic Park is the yeah. first thing I can think. Only just much more sucky. Sucky. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's not as loud. It, it's not an intimidating roar at all. No. It's like it's almost like a cute like a mouse trying to roar or something. Yeah, like, it's 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 it almost made me think of like uh like farm equipment, like just screeching of metal on metal, kind of. It doesn't really sound even animal, really. It just sounds weird. But yeah, I guess the Velociraptor comparison is probably the best think, one. Yeah, yeah. Um, better than mine. <laughs> yeah. So Candy and Bertha both hear this, but they have no clue what it is. Uh, and this is where I, I should. Have, this is where I, I would have dropped the abortion joke. Right? Yeah. I already dropped it already about the acting. But do it again. The acting's so bad, you could say it's an abortion of acting. Oh! Oh! This is that one coming, did you guys? <laughs> uh, anyway, so Candy tells Bertha to go jiggle the flusher on the I toilet. Know. So it's like, hey, what's that noise? I don't know, go jiggle the handle jiggle on the, the toilet. Jiggle the handle. Because that, that's the first thing sure. that comes to mind. You hear a little velociraptor roar. <laughs> yeah, go jiggle the handle on the toilet. Yeah. It's got to be it. So off Bertha, Bertha goes. She enters the bathroom where she flushed the baby, jiggles the handle, uh, 
Candy enters, like, just like, and tells her, like, hey, flush it again. So the toilet lid begins to lightly, like, bounce and rattle around. Yeah, like, and, the, the lid is, like, slamming up and down. Yeah. And, and water all kinds gurg- of noises. Yeah, water's and gurgling. They're just like, mm. they, they're, the looks on their faces just don't match what's happening. No, and Kane's like, just keep flushing it. Yeah, just it's, keep going. It's such a weird thing that's happening to the toilet. And they're just like, they look so bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, after some more flushes, suddenly the whip-like umbilical cord comes shooting out of the toilet, wraps around Bertha's neck. It pulls Bertha's <laughs> head towards the bowl. With such and, and her head hits the rim of the bowl with such force that the head comes completely <laughs> off of the body. It's not severed with a blade, but it hits a toilet bowl rim so hard it just rips off. The head just rips off the body. <laughs> Bertha and the and it sends the body bouncing back upwards. So like <laughs> it bounces back up. So more blood is squirting out of the neck hole. Yeah. And as the body's kind of shaken. Candy screams as blood's spraying <laughs> over the bathroom. She runs away. The umbilical cord retreats back down the toilet, but not until it takes Bertha's head with it, which also means, I'm, how's a head fit this down the toilet? fits down the toilet. This toilet is supposed to be a fucking, like, outhouse. There's a hole in the ground. Right. Like, there's no toilet <laughs> opening. It. How does a human head go down a toilet? Jesus Christ. And so, anyway, upstairs, Axel's getting in the bouncer's face about something. Because Axel fights with everybody For about no everything. Reason. Like, yeah, there's, it doesn't even matter. All they do is fight and yell at each other in this movie. Uh, we learn that the bouncer's in the army. Um, and Big Mama tells Axel to pipe down as Candy runs in frantically screaming about Brother's death. Um, Axel continues to be an asshole. He calls every girl a bitch. Like, that is like the. Number one word in this movie. Like, the writer... Like, bitch is used more times than I could count... Wow. ...in this movie. Everybody's a bitch. Bitch, 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 The bitchometer is off the charts. It is in this movie. Uh, in comes Phil and his girl. Phil whines that they can't get out the... Phil is the biggest whiny pussy in this movie. He is. Like, how did this guy even have sex that gets me pregnant in the first place? Because he's, like... The back door's stuck. We can't get out. can't get out. I know. It's like, What? <laughs> I wish you guys could see the look on Marshall's face. It's great. <laughs> oh, he's such a whiny bitch. I, he's awful. Um, Big Mama orders Axe to go check out what Candy was screaming about. Uh, and then politely, she's actually very polite to this one. She's like, hey, goes, turns to Phil and like, hey, you guys really need to leave right now because, you know, there's shit going on that you don't need to be a part of. We don't want to yeah. just, you know, please leave when you can. And so... That's good. She's, she's, you know, she's running a business. I mean, she knows she knows how to put out a, a situation. Like, keep the customers happy. There's yeah. a situation happening. You know, go to damage control. She does a very good job. Yes. Uh, so Axel enters the bathroom, seeing all the blood. He goes back upstairs, till, tells Big Mom that Bertha's dead, and that this bitch, <laughs> referring to Candy, killed her. Just no rhyme or reason, no evidence to point that for. Any fa- any nope. sense of the word. And he's just like, nope, Candy killed her because she's a bitch. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's your logic that you can say that about anything. <laughs> yes. Um, so, Candle and Axie argue and they shout at each other back and forth. They blah, blah, blah. Um, Candy tells Big Mama that some kind of animal killed Bertha. And that's what probably has him trapped inside now as well. Because, you know. Because an animal A often... fox or a wolf can sure. trap a whole house. Yeah, that's, that happens to me all the time. You just yeah. wake up and like, shit, I can't get the um, goddamn sh- squirrels got me trapped again. <laughs> fuck. Hey, man, those city squirrels will fuck up your shit. <laughs> yeah, they will. They're pretty fucking gnarly. They're ballsy squirrels. Yeah. Um, 
Axel attacks King, just uh, straight up attacks King, like tries to strangle her. Uh, B, Big Mama breaks it up and basically tells them to like just make up. Like they're like treats them like kids. Like, yeah, make up you two. Very much. She's like, yes. He, he didn't mean what he said, did he? He's like, no. Kane, did you mean what you said? No. No. All yeah. right, you two, make up. Yeah, <laughs> that's basically what happens. She's very much a true mother. Ma- yeah. They'll call her Big Mama for nothing. <laughs> and do you notice on her sh- on her outfit it says B M? Yeah, she has like, these, B- these two M. like diamond like lapels. That's like the worst initials ever. B M. <laughs> Um, I guess it'd be better than BJ or something. I don't uh, know. Hey, if you're working in a brothel. <laughs> yeah, that would be better. Yeah. Uh, so Axel turns his anger towards Phil and his girlfriend who, you know, and he's like, why know why they're still? He's like, what the fuck are you bitches yeah. still doing here? <laughs> they're just standing there. They didn't say anything. He just turns towards him and starts yelling at them now. This, the rationale behind Axel's anger is, is there's no. None. There's nothing here to explain why he's such an asshole and angry to everybody all the time. It's so overdone. It's just tiring. It's yeah. like, ugh. It loses its... <laughs> anyway, Phil again whines about the doors not opening. Axel says his other catchphrase besides bitch, which is bullshit. Uh, he tries the doors, which won't open. And when I mean tries the doors, I mean repeatedly Dude. kicking the shit out of them <laughs> this was the until st- he's out of breath. <laughs> the stupidest, stupidest scene. He tries to open the door. It won't open. And like you said, he starts kicking the door, but he's kicking it like he's throwing a tantrum. Yes. He's kicking the bottom of the door. Everybody knows <laughs> if you're going to kick a door open, you kick at the handle. Like, or in the, in the middle, yes. not kicking the bottom of it like you are like you kick someone in the shins. Yeah, that's exactly what he's doing. He, yeah, he's trying to kick. He's like shin kicking. Yeah. <laughs> it looks ridiculous. Yeah, it's so ineffective. Um. Now he goes for one of the windows. Uh, he breaks a window with a, a coat rack and finds that the windows have been covered in what looks like pulsing, chewed up bubble gum. Dude, yeah. Or like spilt yogurt, like <laughs> from the outside. Like it, it's really, it's on really the, bad. On the inside, it looked kind of cool. On the inside, yeah, the inside shot, it looks kind of cool. Like it's like this alien kind of fleshy membrane. membrane. It's like glowing and pulsing. But then they show you the outside of the house and it looks nothing. It, it looks, looks like, like chewed up old bubble gum. chewed up. Big like, league chew. Yeah, or spilt like yogurt yeah, with like just fruit like chunks smushed in it. on the side. <laughs> yeah. It looks ridiculous. It's awful. It's so I, bad. I don't. Looks like Frankenberry took a shit on like, the side of the house. Just don't even show that yeah. part of that house. You had that inner side one. Like, okay, that I was can, cool. That's fine. I can yeah. go with that. Don't even show the outside. Ruined it all. Yeah. yeah don't even, like, totally are, are you trying to be funny again? <laughs> uh, so everyone inside just stares at this barrier and confusion. Uh, the hooker in the green dress, uh, <laughs> the one who had the nail lined. Uh, sex power. Uh, she starts walking towards the barrier. The barrier, and during her uh, approach, yeah, she looks like she's trying to hold back puke or something. But her face is just making all these weird facial twitches. What is she doing? I know. It's like again. I wish there was a video to this right now because I can't. Like we're trying to. I, we try to make the face, but it doesn't do anything for you. Yeah. But she's just like, yeah, like, like, is she having a seizure? I know. You know like, <laughs> what's happening? She like. I can understand like if you're walking and you like. Take a hard swallow. Yeah. Uh, you know, something like the, the she big did, But then she, like, smiles. Then she frowns. And then she, like, you know, like, and, and, yeah, what is going on? Like, I swear, it's like, it looks like she, like, yeah. At first thing, I thought she's trying to hold back puke. Like, she's going to vomit or something like that. <laughs> but she, her face, she changes her face expression I know, so like, much. Like every millisecond, it's like a new, it's like a twitch. Like, there's something medically wrong with her. Um, <laughs> so she reaches out, touches the barrier, and when she pulls her hand back, it's covered like this gooey gunk. So all the hookers turn to BM for guidance, Big Mama. 
Um, Axel goes upstairs to check the windows up there. Um, the bouncer starts questioning Candy about where this thing came from. Uh, but Candy nor Big Mama have any answers. Um, and this is where I finally learned the bouncer's name is Sherman. So we got, yeah, another name now. Didn't fucking matter. <laughs> um, Axel comes back saying that the upstairs windows are covered too. And that, and of course the phone lines are, they're dead. They don't work as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the man in this suit who we saw earlier, he comes down the stairs, <laughs> zipping his fly up. He wants to leave. Uh, and Kenny just says to him, Hey, you got your wish, penis breath. You're locked in a whorehouse for life. <laughs> I know. What? <laughs> why? Why is that? His, why are you being a bitch? Like, what? he's just like, penis I want to leave. Breath. Yeah, like, where's that come from? She says penis a couple times. Yeah. It's like, like, you're a whore at a whorehouse. Yeah, like, don't keep saying penis. Like, it just seems weird. You are a sex worker. You are doing this by choice, but you're acting like it's the worst thing in the world. It was like. Like, this has been inflicted upon you. Yeah, it's like, nobody's forcing you to do this, girl. Like, and you hate the pe- like, you hate everybody that works with you so much. It's like, get a different job. Just yeah. do something else. Like, I, why are you a hooker? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, where was I? Penis breath, that's right. <laughs> oh, yeah, pe- uh, penis, penis breath. breath. Uh, suddenly, Tammy screams from upstairs as something attacks her from under her bed. And I, I shouldn't even say something. You see the mutant fetus. It's the suckling. It's the suckling. And it's like just blindly stabbing its talons up and the clawed umbilical cord like up through the mattress trying to get Tammy. And uh, Axel and Sherman, they race up the stairs, but they can't open Tammy's door for some stupid reason. Um, because it's locked, but they locked her in there. So they and sh- then he starts kicking the door and the again, same yeah, way. Exactly. Axel like these weird little <laughs> stupid shin kicks. Yep. And the scene where they're running up the stairs, how many fucking stories is this building? Because they just keep going yeah, upstairs. Yeah, they, going, they show And it's this shake. It's supposed to be like first person. And the camera's shaking all over the place, making me nauseous. <laughs> it was so, like, <laughs> uh, Of course, they have no luck. Uh, the umbilical cord wraps around Tammy's leg. It trips her, and the talons like just start ripping at her face. Sherman pulls out a gun from somewhere. Uh, I guess it's the gun that yeah, I think it's the, gun the same gun that, that Tammy shot yeah. the guy with. Um, shoots the door open, and dear God, the shooting effects are horrendous they in this are movie. Awful! It's some of the worst gun effects and sound effects I'd ever seen in a movie. Absolutely, it's uh, it's it's a joke. It's it's um, excuse because that's they, such a it, basic common sound effect that you would think you could at least get that right. They don't get the sound effect right. There's never a bullet hole. Nope. There's no no you, bullet holes ever. And there's lots of gunshots in this movie, and yeah. you never see a bullet hole. Nope. And then you see these kind of sparks. It's almost like someone took it's those. Like a, Cap gun spark. Yeah, or those. What I was thinking of those snap and pop the little thing you snap and throw on the ground. Throw them on the ground. Yeah, the it's like they threw them at, the, <laughs> throw them at the door, oh, making pop, the pop. sparks. Yeah, and they're not. They're like small sparks. Yeah, it's and so- they're like showing it in slow motion too. <laughs> it's so weird. Um, so uh, so Axel and Sherman they burst in just in time to see the umbilical cord and taloned arm retreat down the drain of a sink. In the corner of the room, and laying on the floor covered in blood is a now dead Tammy. Again, the drains in this house must be well, fucking gigantic. I, it's, this is the biggest flaw. I mean, I, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this movie is riddled with flaws, it's, but this oh, is the one so that many. just, just, I don't understand. The suckling is a 
you know, especially later, it grows, but it's it's this good size. You know, it's about the size of a do- like a Labrador right now. It's yeah, a good, it's yeah, eighty pounds. I'm saying, and it slides down the drain of a sink, which is maybe the size of a half dollar. Yeah, <laughs> so keep up with me here. Can it change? Can it morph its shape and change into like? You think it's like the blob? I don't understand because it doesn't make zero. Yeah, oh, any sense? Oh, I know. I, I, you can't. You I can't, can't figure this out. I can't. No, the laws of physics just go out the window. It's None. Just, there's nothing here. Um, so Sherman, he orders everyone out of the room. Axel and him and Axel getting all face face again. Axel's like, "Hey, uh, fuck getting out of here. Let's just kill this thing." Yeah, and Axel's like. He wants to fuck this thing up. He's like, I'm going to fuck it up bad, man. He, he starts getting Mr. Tough Guy. Uh, and that's when Sherman tells uh, tells him. Uh, Just like the cool off. He's like, yeah, yeah don't do this cool off. And Axel turns like a bratty teenager. He's all like, he's like, eh, stop being so mean to me or stop <laughs> picking on me, man. He's like, stop telling me what to do. Yeah. And yeah. he's like, and point, dude, he's pointing his finger in, in Sherman's face. But he's using she, his pinky. Thank you. Yes. And he looks like he's about to cry. And but. The very first shot, he's using his, his his index pointer finger, but then the the remainder of the scene, he's pointing he's pointing with his pinky with his finger, fucking pinky. which is so weird and unintimidating. <laughs> like, that's the weirdest choice to make in that scene. And dude, Sherman's being cool, cool, calm, collect. He's not raising totally his voice. with it. He's dude, he's making me relax. Yeah, like he's really making a lot of sense. Yeah, he is. you know, and he just like I don't understand how this is escalating. Axel's rage. Yeah, because exactly. he's doing a great job of calming him, of like being soothing and calming. Exactly. But nope, Axel then whips out a fucking butterfly knife. A fucking butterfly, butterfly knife. Yeah. Uh, and Sherman ain't having any of that. No, bullshit. he's not. And in a completely sh- like awful, shitty, slow looking <laughs> fight, um, which is also over super fast, by the way. Sherman just easily disarms Axel and knocks him out cold with a quick backhand slap or hand, you know, hit. I think it was a sidekick. No, he backhands him first, and then he kicks him in the chest, which sends Axel through a falling through a door into a bedroom, <laughs> and he's out cold. These doors, okay? God damn it! There's so much about this movie I hate. <laughs> They're upstairs in Tammy's room. And there's three doors around. Okay, that makes sense because it's a brothel and, you know, each door. But yeah. They have screens on them. Yes. Why is there a screen I door? I like, why is there a screen door on an upstairs bedroom door? On all of them. <laughs> and they have to open the screen door, open the main door, then close <laughs> What the fuck? It's the weirdest thing. I know. like, what house has that layout? I, <laughs> Does it make any sense? No. God damn it. So Sherman now drags Axel to another bedroom, puts him on the bed, closes the door, Leaves him there to sleep it off, heads back downstairs. Uh, that's where everyone else is sitting around in the parlor again, trying to figure out a plan to get out. Uh, Phil comes up with the idea of gathering up tools and using them to break through the walls. Uh, Candy continues to be a useless bitch. And she even says, I hope we all die in this hellhole. <laughs> what? Why would you even? What is your problem, lady? God damn it. God. Somebody wasn't hugged enough as a kid or something. Oh, Jesus. She is a prostitute. In a, fuck. in a fucking brothel slash abortion clinic. Uh, so the man in this suit, uh, he but he can't wait any longer. He's got to get out now because he's got a brand new BMW sitting outside. He's got to get back to. Sweet which I, is his actual line in this movie. I have to get back to my BMW. In '73, were Beamers like a cool thing? I don't know. I know the '80s they were big, but well, BMWs have always been a big name car. Uh-huh. 
Uh... <laughs> I love how you're like looking for your notes. And you just make. <laughs> <laughs> I feel. Uh... All right. So Sherman produces a hammer and screwdriver, saying that these are the only tools in the house. And he puts the man in the suit to work, tell him to start chiseling his way through the door, the front door. Dude. Which, again, is so stupid. And he starts trying to chisel through the main part of the door. Here's an easy idea. Take this screwdriver hero and just take the door off the hinges. I know. <laughs> and they're clearly there. Yes. I don't understand. I don't get it either. But he's, like, chipping, like... He's trying to chip through the door. Like, it's like a, it's a four-panel door. Like, there's like the four panels. He's chiseling like at the like one like the like where right the, the middle of the, the panel, like where the seam panels meet up. He's trying to chisel out. It, God damn it! It doesn't make any sense. No, just take the door off the hinges. Or just start smashing it with the hammer. Or yeah, something. you I mean, can break through the hammer. Much use the faster. claw, to, like rip it open. I mean, oh. <laughs> it's so stupid. Oh, Jesus. So uh, <laughs> so Sherman tells Phil that the two of them are going to stop this thing from killing anyone else, killing anyone else, and they start, like, blocking off and, like, clogging all the drains in the house, <laughs> which really they only get, they only do one. You only yeah. see, they only get the kitchen sink, and they, they, they shoving all this shit down it. Um, and God damn, Phil is an awful actor. I mean, almost everyone else, and pretty much everyone else, but he is so bad. They're all bad. They're all really He has like no really reason. He talks like monotone. He's like, well, I guess we'll. F- facial expression never changes. He always fi- looks like. F- f- kitchen sink. Uh-uh, the door's closed. I don't want to do that. That's how he talks the entire movie. And he looks like he just saw his cat throw up. You know, it's yeah. not quite shock. It's not quite disgust. It's like, ugh. You know, like, ugh. Like, it's like, god damn it. The guy is so weird. Yeah. Um. So now the umbilical cord comes shooting out from the cabinet below the sink, wraps around Phil's leg. Uh, so now I guess it's in the pipes. I, so, I, did it what? break out of the pipes? Because yeah. they clearly clogged the pipe. Yeah, so it must have been so, broken through the pipe underneath the sink. Like the U trap, the trap, the U. Yeah, I, the U-bend, yeah. U-bend like, I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> is he in the cabinets? Or is he still in the sewer and the biblical cord like grows all like way, all yeah. the wiggles and wiggles, like, just all the way through? Like what is happening? Right. Ugh. Um. So uh, if Phil is struggling with it, Sherman just grabs a knife, cuts it off. And the following stop motion special effects of this severed piece of a umbilical cord flopping around in the floor is one of the worst things I've ever seen in a movie. It's horrible. Again, like I said, keep in mind, this was made in 1989-90, and the effects are barely good for 1972. Like, it is so bad. Ray Henry Housing is spinning in his grave. Keep in mind, like, Star Wars had come out, like, was came out in the 70s. Yeah. And in much better special effects at the time than this. Well, I mean, granted, this is a low-budget movie, but still, it's absolutely de- but it's I'm saying this is, deplorable. Yeah, but, I mean, Star Wars came out in the 70s. Yeah. This movie looks like it's in the 70s. came out in the 90s and has worse special effects than almost anything I've seen. Like, God, it's so bad. <laughs> it's so, so bad. Like, Gumby animated cartoons were better than the animation of this fucking umbilical cord. And that was a fucking cartoon around from, like, the 50s or something yes, like that. you're totally right. It's... Anyway, it's so bad. Um, so Candy, in the meantime, is mocking the man in the suit who's trying to chill his way through the door. He's just doing what he's told. He's trying to help out. And she's just sitting there laughing she's at him and making fun and of him. just giving him the business. And the man in the screwdriver tries to pawn off the hammer and screwdriver to Phil's girlfriend. But Sherman shows up. He's like, nope, you're not going to do it. You're going to keep working. 
So back to work goes while Candy continues to laugh and mock him, just like you know, just being a bitch. It's like hell. It really is. It's uh, Phil tells Sherman that Big Mama uh, has another idea. I don't know. I'm losing. Uh, basically, they come with the idea that they have. You want to know if they have any weights in the house? Phil wants to know. Do you yeah. have any weights? Do you have any weights? And BM's like, Oh yeah, I think Axel has some in the basement. And he's like, Hey, you know what? We can use them and build a battering ram. Not a horrible uh, idea. All right. Yeah, yeah. Sure. We'll see where this goes. Uh, so that's what they do. They rip out the ceiling floorboards and they use this thick rope wrapped around like some floor beams, which is then tied to this large wooden trunk. And they fill the trunk with all these like weights. And while Phil and Sherman work on the battling ram, the man in his suit starts trying to solicit sex from the two hookers in the living room. I got a hundred dollars in my pocket yeah, right now. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, they tell him no, but they're actually pretty nice about it. Yeah, they, they, they're just like, not, it's like, if we survive this, you know, like, like, let's not, get out of this yeah, first. Like, not now, but maybe after this is yeah. over. And let's, he's like, let's survive the attacking mutant that's killing people. so reasonable. Yeah. But guy's like, fuck you, yeah. bitches. <laughs> You're nothing but cheap whores and bitches. Oh my God. What? Why? Why? This doesn't make any sense. First of all, yeah, they're whores. It's a whorehouse. You're there. You're a client. But why are you being a dick? Like, you're in a life and death situation. They don't want to have your $100 for sex right now. I'm sorry. I don't think I get girls all turned on. <laughs> they were so polite about it, too. I know. They were like, fuck you, asshole. Yeah. Like, no, not right now. When we get out of this, when the mutant killer yeah. fetus is dead, and we're like, then, then I'll fuck you for uh, money. But you're like, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> So now the battering, battering ram is ready. Sherman and Phil begin to lift it into place. But that's when Sherman sees Axel standing at the top of the stairs behind Phil holding a, a different a, gun a now. A new gun. A totally different gun. So they're big. Because the first one was like a revolver. This one's a straight up uh, a pistol yeah. with a clip. Um, Axel comes down the stairs just mocking everyone, pointing the gun at Sherman. He comes down the stairs so slowly. Yeah, I think he's trying to be diabolical and scary, but it's like, but to, to, the, like it's like to the music, like the and the music is fucking awful. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's like this piano music, is like bong, 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 bong. <laughs> it's just so bad. Uh, sorry, I just so yeah. Actually, anyway, so he, he's mocking everybody, and, he, and he, just to be an asshole, even though it could actually help them get out of the house, he shoots the rope. Which causes the bank, you know, the trunk to fall, and it they didn't even get, they didn't even get a chance to try and use nope, it. No, just shoots the rope, breaks everything, trunk falls to the floor, and, and then Axel's like, "What?" And now, mind you, that's a pretty good shot, right? That's the one and only. That's time. The, let's <laughs> yeah. just keep that in mind. That's a pretty good shot. Yeah, to, to shoot the rope that's off like Robin in one Hood shot with the yeah, yeah, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> just keep that in mind. Keep that in your back so pocket. So Axel then starts yelling at Sherman, like, "Hit me now, tough guy! Come on, hit me now!" He's like taunting him. Um, then if I hear enough, Sherman just tackles Axel. He's like, fine, fuck you. I'm going to be tackled. All right. Them. They fight again. The gun goes sliding across the floor. Sherman gets the gun after smashing a bottle over Axel's head, which acts like it's like the, the way he screams in pain. It sounds like he's like going into labor or something. The like way it. he screams, I was thinking, holy shit. Did this cut the actor's ear off or something? Yeah. Because he's really... <laughs> Like, this is the best acting in the movie, it's not like, but it's overacting still. Yeah, it's not like you get hit in the head and you're just going to be like, ah! Like, yeah. yeah, but it's like, oh, that's maybe what you think. He's like, ah! <laughs> That's how he screams. <laughs> he's grabbing, he's rolling around. 
That was the best. <laughs> I didn't know if you were going for it, but you did it, baby. That was great. So, <laughs> Charmin has a gun. He tells Axel to stand up. And I thought, he'd, like, half his face would be hanging off. No. He's, he's got a little blood. Fine, pretty much fine. And Axel, Sherman goes into a speech about how he was nice to Axel earlier by just knocking him on, like, I was nice to you, I just let you sleep it off. And he's like, Axel, you're going to get us all killed, and everything would be easier if you weren't around. He's, it's like, he's basically saying, it I'm sounds like he's pleading his case about how he's about to kill Axel. Exactly. Yeah. That's where, and then Big Mom was like, Sherman, don't kill him, please don't kill him. Uh, Sherman shouts out that, like, I mean to get, like, like, I mean to get out of here alive, and if I have to, he's like, basically, if I have to take him down, so be it. And that's when the now giant mutant baby comes crashing through the wall next to Sherman, <laughs> grabs Sherman with his taloned arms, and just kills him, apparently. Just pulls him into the wall, and you don't... He doesn't even really pull him into the wall. Really he, he ends up dropping him. But you don't really see what happens no, to him. No, but he just dies. It's he like, like he gives, gives him, like him a, a hug, hug yeah. and he dies. He gives him a hug, and die. <laughs> he's dead. And, like, this almost reminded me of Deep Blue Sea. <laughs> like, when Samuel, Samuel Jackson, Jackson's yes. giving this great speech, and the shark comes up and grabs him. Same kind of situation. Yeah. <laughs> Sherman's basically pleading his case. And, and then, like the out of hero. nowhere, this thing crashes through the wall. And it's huge. It's, it's like six feet tall now. It's a huge monster. And the suit doesn't look bad. It's just no, fucking weird. It, it's weird. It's looking, just yeah. so weird. It's not a. It's not poorly done. It's just bizarre. Yeah. Again, it looks like. Again, it looks like it more be home in a seventies or early eighties movie. Not again. Not something you've seen in the night. night I know it's eighty nine, yeah, but yeah. that that the end of the decade ninety. Right. Um. But yeah, it's so weird. Like you said, Sherman. You think he's gonna get pulled in the wall, but he doesn't. He just dies and drops the gun because Axel picks up and begins shooting the walls, and then for some reason the ceiling. I don't know why he's shooting up at the ceiling when he just saw him break through the giant hole in the yeah, wall. Yeah, and so yeah, but then, he, he starts shooting wild, like wildly. The definition of wild. How somebody else didn't get shot in this is baffling. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, the, the creature doesn't take Sherman with it. He just Sherman just. Dies and you never even see his body, and he's just gone from yeah. here on out. He, he probably just said, Fuck this movie, I'm out. <laughs> he probably, <laughs> Good um, choice, my friend. So, Axel, then, of course, being the asshole, he blames everybody else for this happening because they have they gave it time to grow instead of going after it. He's like, I'm in charge now, and we're gonna kill this thing. Uh, Candy mouse off again, <laughs> and he, again, for which is really stupid <laughs> at this point. Um, and Axel's like, Hey, do I scare you now, Candy? As he's holding the gun up. And Kane just like gets up, walks away, and but as she walks past Axel, apparently that's the wrong thing to do because Axel raises the gun and just shoots her in the back of the head, killing her. Oh, just murders her. What? 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 Yeah, this is bonkers. It is. This is ridiculous, dude. Sherman, goddamn it! I wish he just killed him right off the bat. Like he, yep, that's exactly. He pleaded his case. He made. Goddamn it. And something weird that was in this too. While he's giving that speech, saying he's in charge, he's holding the gun in such a bizarre way. Everybody holds the gun in a weird. Even Axel like, like holds like. Are oh. they fucking Americans? <laughs> I mean, everyone knows how to hold a gun. He's like holding it up in a like not like he's holding it daintily. Like he he's barely using enough fingers to hold it in his hand as he's pointing it up. Like he's display. It's almost like he's displaying it. Yeah. Like that's a display a, case. Like, Van, if Vanna White would display a gun, this is what she'd do. And, well, actually, does it too throughout the rest of the movie. Every time he's holding, he's holding up, like, with the barrel yeah. pointed up and, like, the handle, you know, 
And his fingers are all... He's just kind of like... It's like this weird grip. It's like, look, I have the gun. Which, the way he's holding, somebody could easily just, just like... Slap just it. Slap it. Yeah, I was like, no, you don't. <laughs> exactly. Um, so... Uh, but yeah, we're, he threatens all the others and again tells them that he's going to get this, you know, he's going to kill this creature. Yeah, he's like, I'm going to protect you. I'm going to get it. I'm going to be the hero. Oh, yeah, I just shot I one did, of you. Yeah. <laughs> like, who's worse? They're the same now. You have the monster and Axel. They're both just killing people yeah. randomly. Yeah. Um. So the man in the suit decides, that he's like, you know what? I'm going to help you if it gets me out of your life. So fuck it. Yeah, I'm on your, I'm, I'm with you. Um. So Axel orders the man in the suit, Phil, and the hooker in the green dress, who is now we finally learn her name is Vanessa. Okay. Um, and they, the four of them go down into the basement. And down in the basement, they find another large severed tentacle chunk. Um, and Axel thinks he heard it, uh, but Phil's like, no, I don't think you did. And Axel just, and this pisses Axel off. It's like, it's like his ego. Like, what do you mean? I fuck, I fucking hurt you. How dare you tell me I didn't hurt you? And so he just goes into another angry rage. Um, and this point, I want I got to comment on Axel's really sh- super shitty tattoo that it looks like it was drawn out with marker. Yeah, like it, it's like it's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> it's like magic marker they just drew it on. It's like a snake and a dragon humping a on skull. a skull. Yeah, you know? <laughs> <laughs> which sounds actually kind of cool if it was done. I thought well. that maybe there's like a wolf or bear, or something <laughs> just, red animal on there. Yeah, I thought it, it was, was a snake. I don't know. Who knows. Um, but hearing a noise, Axel spins around and just fires the gun randomly. Yeah, hitting again. nothing whatsoever. It's, but he shoots it like four times. Yeah. It's like one, two, three. Wait a couple seconds. Four. Yeah. <laughs> like, and the boards are going. Over. He's seeing like bottles on, on a shelf, and then he's like hitting pipes on the ceiling. Like, it's like he's just blindly waving the gun around, he's shooting the trigger. His, it's, ugh. yeah. So. Uh, he, he tells, tells Vanessa to keep going further in the base. Like, oh, you know what? Keep going, Vanessa. Now, before she can even take one step, out pops the mutant fetus and just mauls her down. Now, how the hell this thing sneaks up on them is beyond me. Because he's huge. It's he's for, Yeah, he's six feet tall at this point. It's not that dark because they've turned the lights on. And everyone except for Vanessa is looking in the direction from which it comes. <laughs> So how this thing surprises him is beyond me. It, it's, it, it should not have happened. Uh, Axel again shoots at, but it can't hit it. He's like the fucking can't three hit steps away yeah, from it. He He's so close to it. Yeah, but he manages in one shot shoot a rope perfectly. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sever the oh, rope. he's a fucking dead-eyed dick upstairs. But downstairs, <laughs> he can't hit shit. So um, another one of his shots hits an overhead pipe. Um, Phil. And the man in the suit, they run back towards the stairs from where they came while Axel goes chases down the thing for a few paces. He doesn't go very far, but he chases down for a few paces. And then he realizes he's out of bullets, and he stops. Yeah, he goes, fucking bullets. <laughs> he turns to go back, and that's when he gets jumped by the mutant monster. He falls to the floor, hits his head on the pipe, but then starts shooting blindly into the dark, even though he just, just fucking said, I don't have any bullets. Just when he ran out of bullets, he's magically shooting again. Yes! What? God. What? <laughs> that's just horrible. That's God damn it. That is just bad, lazy script like, writing. That's worse than like the magical gun in yeah. so many movies where the bullets just don't run out. Yeah. This is he actually specifically says, "I'm out of bullets," <laughs> and then starts shooting again. Yes. <laughs> uh. So he goes upstairs, gets the others. <laughs> 
The three of them are in a closet. Uh, Axel grabs more bullets. He gives a fill a flashlight. Uh, the man is just like, I'm not going back down there. I refuse to go. Axel attacks him, shoves a rag in the man's mouth to shut him up, I guess. And then he says, Axel tells him, with the creature, you have a chance to live. But if you go against me, you have no chance to live. So basically, so, you're going to help out. Yeah. I'm going to shoot you like candy. Yeah, he, but in this part, he doesn't have the gun. The, the gun's out of bullets. They're like he doesn't have the. I gun. will say he, they might not know the guns out bullets. Okay, but it's just. But I agree uh, with you on that, but it's still but he, no because they run back and he's getting more bullets for the gun. Shit. True. <laughs> uh, so they we cut to the now we cut to the man suit who now has duct tape over his mouth and like a dog catcher's noose around his neck. And Axel starts to order, tell him like bark like a dog. Rufus, he's calling him Rufus. Yeah, he had his face duct tape, and then he took it right off. And, like, why? And then poor he takes guy, him back just down to the duct- basement. Like, uh. now, like, just in case you don't, when I'm saying the, I don't know if it's the right name, but the dog catcher's noose is like that blog like yeah. noose on a stick. Like yeah, dog so, catcher's so noose. he can catch a wild dog and you keep him at a distance. Get him on a noose or get him on the like the leash, string, the yeah. leash. Yeah, and then you can kind of can control but, him makes from wonder, a distance. Where from the a distance. Fuck! Did they get one of these from? Like, uh, this is not a common household I'm lying around the house. Like, oh, I'll get my dog catcher's noose. And, and I, I don't have a problem with it because it is a brothel and they might have some it's weirdo a sex, sex thing, you know. Maybe walk me around like a wild dog or something. <sighs> Maybe. We did see, like like you said, the Lucille of paddles there. <laughs> yeah. This isn't too big of a stretch. All right. I still found it really odd. Um, so, anyway, after several moments of nothing happening in the basement... <laughs> Finally, they hear that high-pitched roar thing again, yeah. scream. Um, Axel lets go of the dog, collars, dog catcher's noose, and he takes off running towards the noise, which just allows the yeah. man in the suit to run away, and he goes back upstairs. And so all that prep, yeah. all that work you did, you have him on your dog collar thing, or, you know, that you can control him from a distance. All of that you were just prepping, fuck it. Fuck it. Just, just let him go and run yeah, into action. It's like he pushes him forward and he just drops no. it. Yeah. He, everything, he, it just, God damn it. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, so Axel runs into some room and the lights are flashing and he finds <laughs> the mutant fetus seemingly being electrocuted <laughs> I know. by a it's, fuse box. Like, what happened here? It's so weird. Like, did he try to do some, like, I, I had to fix the fuse in my spare time and, and he electrocuted himself? Like, what is happening? The suckling is on the, it's it's like wiggling around. Yeah. It's, there's, the, the lights are going on and off. <laughs> now it, it, It's like going down and going up and he's wiggling and there's electric, so it, for all intents and purposes, the suckling is being electrocuted. Yes. So again, Axel starts shooting at it from like Can't six feet away. Hit a thing again. Yes. Misses every single He's shot. In the same small utility room with yes. him. He can just take two steps and touch it. Yeah. And Damn he it. just can't. Hit, and it's seemingly helpless, being electrocuted. He God. Ah, so, I keep saying God damn it, but I can't stop. I know. I know. So. He drops the gun, and he picks up this metal pipe he finds on the floor. And before he charges the creature, he shouts out, Die, you motherfucker! <laughs> Which instantly popped in my head. I had flashbacks of 976 Evil, which had which 
as as Aaron had referred to him, the street use, who kept sh- <laughs> they kept shouting "mother die, motherfucker" as a battle cry before charging, which we had a big That's thing right. about that. That's right. Every time they'd go and try and get you, like die, motherfucker, <laughs> motherfucker, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> oh. That's, a, that's I would rather watch that movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, so he charges the like creature. Like fucking Galahad. Yeah. Charges. <laughs> charges at the creature, who again is just three feet away. But the creature moves out of the way at the he's last so crafty. <laughs> at the last second. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. So and an axle impales the pipe through the circuit slash fuse box, electrocuting himself. He starts to shake. The creature... Runs away as he dies, but he doesn't. Not only does he just die, no. Aaron, what happens? He, he's smoking, shaking <laughs> as he's trembling. He's building up, and then for no reason, head boom <laughs> gone. His head explodes, exploded, <laughs> explodes in this crazy slow motion shot. <laughs> and, and right after the head explodes, the power goes out. <laughs> Oh, so back upstairs where Phil's girl seems to be having some sort of fever dream flashback nightmare. Basically, you get a whole recap of everything that's happened. But it's but it's like some from an old silent movie. Like the images are like you said, it's just the passing is from the movie, but there's zero sound. Yeah, you see people's mouths moving, they're talking, but you don't hear anything except for like this weird piano music that's played over top <laughs> of it. It's like a goddamn sound. There should be like title cards in between each scene. Right. Thing. Oh, I think we should get out of here, says Derek. And it, Die, motherfucker. Like, it's so weird and so bad. I know. Like, why? What? It's such a weird choice. It's so weird. Um, Everything in this movie is weird choice. It, it, <laughs> Finally, she wakes up surrounded by Big Mama Phil and the Black Hooker. The man in the suit enters. Phil says that they decided to go back to trying the battering ram again. And now somehow they managed to magically... Fix the rope because it's no longer shot in half. It's just a brand new rope, apparently. Sure. Uh, and they hoist the trunk back up. They pull it back and let it go, and it slams in the front door. In slow motion, it goes, like They try to make it dramatic. Yeah. yeah. Nothing happens. The man in his suit starts laughing at this, but now Phil finally grows a little bit of ball here. And one of his balls And he mans up a bit. He's like, no. We're going to keep doing this until we break through. We can't give up. It makes sense. You tried it yeah. once. One time. A battering ram is supposed to be used multiple times. Yeah. Hence, ram. <laughs> over Like, ramming, speed, ramming, plural. You know, the motion of doing it over again. <laughs> Shit. Uh, so, Big Mama, meanwhile, is trying to comfort the last remaining hooker. They go in the kitchen to get the hooker a glass of water or something. And to my surprise, there's the man in the suit. Even though we just, just saw him at the front door with Phil, well, yeah. he's now in the kitchen. And he asked the hooker how someone like her got into hooking, which, again, is a really <laughs> odd thing to ask at a time like this. This is so weird. Like, does this guy have Asperger's or something? Like, what? What is this guy's method of thinking? <laughs> so how does one get into this business? Yeah. <laughs> Never mind this creature that's killing everyone and we're wanna trapped die, yeah. inside the house. Yeah. I, I want to talk about your career I want to know your backstory. Yeah. Let's talk. Tell me a little bit about yourself. <laughs> were you not, <laughs> were you not loved me, as a child? Yeah, tell me about your childhood. Yeah. 
So they all hear the creature breathing from somewhere. And we get some POV shots of something behind some closet doors. Um, the hooker now, the black hooker now has a gun, which she didn't have before, nope. but she just, now Another she has a gun. gun. Another gun. This is like the third one now, or four, I've lost count. Uh, like I said, where she got, no fucking clue. But she raises it up and she shoots through the closet door, but the gun runs out of bullets after three or four shots. Oh, this part. God damn it. <laughs> out from the closet stumbles the bloody and cut up Vanessa. Vanessa stumbles forward, falls into the black hooker, and collapses to the floor dead. And she's making less facial, like, weirdness after she's been shot than she did when she was, like, yeah, yeah, like, she's, like... (laughs) (laughs) She's like stumbles out and but she's kinda like doing this weird shake. She's it's like, almost like a dance move, yeah, man. It's like yeah. it's kinda like she's like jiving her chest. <laughs> like almost like the chicken wing or something, you know. <laughs> well, I don't know what but her, it's just so weird. And she takes these bizarre wing, steps. That's a submission move from wrestling. Bob Backley well, uh, used that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the double chicken wing, you did. <laughs> Uh, so, anyway, yeah, so Vanessa's now dead. How she got into a closet. Why is she in the she, closet? When she was downstairs, mauled by the animal, the, the, the fetus in the first place, and now she's upstairs in the closet. I, uh, I don't fucking know. And so, anyway, uh, be, Big Mama tries, again, to comfort the hooker, telling her it's not her fault. Nobody knew. We, we all, all thought. We all thought it was in my head. And it, again, makes pretty good sense. Yeah. Like, she's, Big Mama's not bad. Yeah. Sure, she does back alley abortions, but yeah. she's got a good heart. Yeah, she's got a good heart. Um, so we she, maybe she does it because, you know, not everybody can afford good health care. And she's just trying to help the, lo- the lower class people. Yeah. And those hookers get pregnant all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we cut to Big Mama and the hooker on the couch. The hooker is in, like, some kind of daze or trance-like state. Big Mama's next to her talking, but her Big Mama's voice is all distorted and then becomes replaced by the voice of the man in the suit. Telling her, like, shoot it, shoot, shoot it. Shoot. So she's, just like before, now she's having flashbacks of things that happened, oh, I don't know, 10 seconds ago. <laughs> like, we already forgot. We like, got <laughs> it. Yeah, she's traumatized. We don't have to have a fucking replay. Yeah. The hooker drops to the floor. She begins to pray. Back to Phil, the man in the suit, and Phil's girlfriend by the door. Uh, the man says he's done this battling ramp thing again, and that someone has to know that they're in trouble. Uh, he says, apparently they've been in this, it's this whole, it's now been 24 hours. It, this, it's been here for one whole day now. And he thinks someone will come for them. Even the incompetent can please have to come by. Like, really? really? I, I, why would they come yeah, by? Yeah, why would they come by? Why, why would they come over? They'd yeah. probably just look at the bubble gum on the window and be like, ugh, why would someone do that? <laughs> well, let's keep on going. Like, there would be no reason. Actually, I would. I disagree. That would be the only reason I think somebody would come over. And be like, what the fuck is all over this house? Like, if <laughs> if they're literally trapped inside by the stuff, somebody on the outside would see that. But they, when they showed that shot from the outside, it's just over the window. The, the window for now, but what's coming up? Oh, is yeah. Gotta be. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, Phil and his girl keep going to bad ramp, but this time the trunk breaks through the door right and right as the rope snaps, sending the trunk crashing to the floor. Peering out through the opening of the door, Phil see like this fleshy, like shit, like this fleshy stuff that's barricading the it door. It looks in. like, and the man in the suit comes running back over. It's like, and he starts, and him and Phil start ripping at the splintered panels of the door, trying to make the hole bigger. 
The man suit starts to crawl through the opening, but he's stopped by Phil. He's like, no, the girl should go first. She's smaller. She can get help. Man, the man's like, fuck that. I'm going because that bitch, again, bitch for no reason, uh, will leave us here to die. Like, she's not going to come back for us, which she showed no reason of that. No. At, no. She's like the sweetest person in this movie. It, yeah. Um, except she, yeah, she just whines and cries the whole time, mm-hmm. but yeah. Um, anyway, he out he goes. On the other side of the door, he finds himself in this, like, fleshy... God damn it. Womb-like environment? But it's... That's that's the impression it's supposed to be giving. But it's so bad, because it looks like cargo nets... Uh, yeah, it's like loosely knitted blankets yeah. over red lights. <laughs> yeah, like, it looks like someone went to a thrift store, got some shitty blankets, cut them up a little bit... And put red lighting in, and this is your ooey gooey yeah, spooky I, I, place. Yeah, it's like something it's, you see like a, like a mom and pop haunted house, like a kid's Halloween party, trying to make something spooky. It, it's really, really. So bad. is this what the suckling does? Like sets up elaborate like fabrics to like scare you and <laughs> give you the heebie-jeebies. Like it doesn't make any sense. It's so weird. It's you try to accentuate the positives, hide the negatives, not fucking display them. Yeah. Uh, it, it's, it's one of the worst environment accents. It's really, really bad. Like, yeah, I, I, it's we've so covered, weird. Yeah, it's so, uh, now of course one of his suit buttons gets caught in one of the fleshy tendrils <laughs> and this causes him to come to a complete stop and frantically try to get himself uncaught. He doesn't you know, just rip the button off. Yeah, or here's he an idea. just take or off just the take jacket. The su- jacket off. Yeah, take the suit jacket off and off you go. Yeah. Just, you're fine. But nope, he's sitting there trying to, oh my God, I can't get this. I can't <laughs> oh, get this. Oh, oh button. It's yeah. like one of those stupid women in like, uh, um, like it was infomercials. Like, she's like, oh, I can't <laughs> hold on to my cup anymore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't know how to cut a twig with this pair of right. wad shears. What do I do? All oh. these slices of bread are falling all over the yeah. place. Oh. <laughs> I open up this box of cereal. It's all over me. <laughs> That's how he's actively trying to get yeah. his button un- unstuck. <laughs> so, uh, so but, yeah, instead he just stands there as the monster face comes up, attacks him from behind, killing him. His screams are heard by the others that are still inside the house. Oh, God, hold on. Marshall had to pause. <laughs> because, holy fucking God, what comes next literally had me laughing out loud while I was watching this. <laughs> we get a shot of Big Mama and the hooker gasping in fear. And it's like gasping like, oh, my stars and goddess. <laughs> <laughs> they like just, just gasping. They cover their mouths like, oh. <laughs> and down on the floor is one of the... Man in the suit's hands. Oh. And oh. just like the crappy stop motion of the umbilical cord, the hand is crawling around like the hand from the Adams family for a few seconds before it dies. It's like, what the shit? It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Why would his hand be animated? Why is it crawling what? around? What is happening? <laughs> And it just all of a sudden becomes the thing? Yes! <laughs> it's not Cousin It. Yeah, but whatever the thing was. Thing. Being, it's thing. thing okay. yeah. I was thinking that John Carpenter is the thing. Oh. Okay, thing. Yeah, thing from Adam's family. He's like. Ah. Ah. And it's, again, the, the worst stop motion I've ever. It's so bad. And it's like crawling towards his briefcase. Yeah, like his, his briefcase. He's like, I have to get my briefcase. Yeah. Get back to my car. <laughs> so. <laughs> the black hooker goes back to the living room and she's followed quickly by the other three. 
But Big Mama Phil and Phil's girl enter just in time to see the black hooker shoot herself in the head. She just picks up <laughs> just a gun, picks up a shoots gun, herself. Shoots herself in the head. Yep. She's like, you I'm know, done. Boom. <laughs> I think everyone's just either killing themselves or dying to get out of this movie. Yeah. And so, and then there were three. So now we're down to three. We fade to black and we fade in on them sitting around the living room. I guess some time is supposed to have passed. Uh, Big Mama gets up, starts to walk away. Phil is like, hey, where are you going? Big Mama replies, I want to see Axel before I die. I raised him. He's the only kid I ever had. I should be with him. So now is what? this your mom? Is this Was she the mother? Is that why Axel's hanging on his brow? Because he's Big Mama's son? So, but, but the entire movie, I'm talking, that has never been referenced or made known or even hinted at. Right. Like, there's no mother-son relationship zero, dynamic. Yeah. Zero. There's no affection toward Nick like, at all. And it's like, if you wanted to be with Axel, maybe you should have done that, I don't know, before he was murdered by this monster. Or actually, he killed himself, <laughs> really. Um, Inadvertently. But Phil tells him, like, he listen, he's dead. Yeah. Like, he's like, what are you doing? But I'm like, oh. You're going to go hang out next to a headless corpse. Yeah, like, I don't care. I'm going. So, which is this, again... Bad writings. Like if you can find any other excuse, if you need to get her to leave the room, you can find a lot of other excuses yeah. than like I just want to go hang out with my dead son right now, or with, you know, our dead guy down in the basement. Ugh. Um. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Phil just whines. He just whines like, yeah, you don't go. Or like, or no, the girlfriend's like, stop her, and he feels like, I can't offer anything better. Like that's kind of what he's like. I can't. Uh, like, uh, uh, uh. So down the basement, Big Mama comes to a door that she can't open for some reason because even though it was probably open beforehand, but it's completely locked now. She continues to try to open the door. Um, she she is determined to get this she fucking door open. She will not stop. Like she goes down there with a fucking like lamp that an eighteen forty nine would use, like, yeah, like an oil lantern, like an oil lantern. She's using that, which again, fucking weird. Yeah, really weird. <laughs> she's pull, she's struggling with the door, shaking it back and forth, making as much noise as humanly possible, and then rising up like I don't know a phoenix from the ashes, maybe or fucking, I don't know, better analogy, but out from the fucking laundry machine <laughs> comes the mutant fetus <laughs> rising up out of the laundry. Out comes the sucking, suckling. From the laundry machine. <laughs> like what? the Kraken. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like the Kraken. Uh, it roars behind her. Uh, the monster backs like Big Mom's like, oh, she tries to get the door open some more. Instead of Running away back upstairs where there's other people, she continues to try to open that door. Because guess what? He's in a fucking laundry yeah, machine. Yeah, he's not getting out very it's easily. Not gonna, it's it's going to be a while before he gets out of that thing. But somehow the monster backs her into a corner, roars at her, and I guess this roar kills her? Well, I think they, they, she just she starts screaming, she, but you don't yeah. hear her scream. It's like they, She's screaming. She's like thrashing her head back and forth as the monster's roaring at her. And, yeah, the, and but that's they mute, the last you ever see of her. But they mute her scream, which is really weird. Or no, it's... it's she's screaming. It's a scream, but it's it doesn't match like her... Because like you said, she's shaking her head back and forth. So yeah. it'd be like, ah, 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 but it's like... 
It's a different scream. It's, it's really it's, weird. It's like not her all scream. All I can think of is like now the the suckling is like Black Bolt from the Inhumans. Like the power <laughs> of his voice just kills Big Mama. Like you never see what happened to her. She no. just dies. She's, and, and, and it's so funny because they go upstairs to Phil and they hear the scream. And he goes, yep, oh, she's, she's dead. dead. Yep. I'm not going to go look because <laughs> exactly. I know she's dead. That's exactly what I was like. Yep, she's dead. <laughs> it's so crazy uh, so after Phil says I'm not going to go look for her she's dead now the entire house begins to like creak and shake all around them and Phil then has the brilliant idea of letting the monster just take him then shooting it because well from that distance I can't miss I'm sure to hit it if I let it take me no one else has been able to yeah <laughs> uh, so Phil starts yelling and taunting the monster to come get him he doesn't have to wait very long because the monster bursts up headfirst through the floorboards of the living room. Through a thick wooden floor. Yeah. Now, instead of shooting it while it's right. vulnerable. While it's tr- struggling. And just, you can just walk up to it and point it at the point, back of its head. head. Put the barrel right to its head and shoot it. Phil's like, no, I'm just going to sit here and let it completely just, come up first. It's. <sighs> yeah. I'm just going to sit on the couch and wait for it. He's just so it's standing, standing there over looking me. at it clumsily climbing out of the floor. Yeah. And Phil just, again, he waits till the monster is like standing over him. And he still does nothing. The girl starts crying backwards away from the monster. And then Phil finally decides to like, kind of shuffle to the side along the wall. Uh, the monster and Phil have like... The monster slowly lumbering, lumbering towards... Phil. And then it gets weird here because there's a lot of eye contact because the monster feel like have a moment where they just kind of stare at each other. Well, I guess this is his father. It is his father. So uh, maybe he's having a father-son moment or father-suckling moment. And again, Phil has had more than enough time to, to shoot this thing. It's right in front of him. Right in front of him. And he's only like, it's like two or three feet away at most. Not even. Yeah. Um, but rightfully so, Phil's inability to act on anything just gets him killed because the monster just lashes out impales Phil through the torso with his, like, talon arms, lifting him up off the floor. Blood shooting out of his mouth. Again, the monster and Phil kind of share a moment. They look into each other's eyes before the monster just tosses Phil aside. Um, <laughs> now, <laughs> it turns his attention towards the girl, knocks a chair aside, stands there <laughs> staring at her. The two of them, I shit you not, they, stand, they, they, they look at each other for a few moments as piano music plays. It's so fucking weird. It's like, again, I suppose like this emotional mother. moment, like mother and long lost child are being reunited. Like, it's so weird. But then the monster <laughs> just charges the girl slash mother. Now hold on to your fucking butt because oh, shit is about to get fucking bonkers. It's so clean. It's, I, you would think I'm lying to you is what happens next. I am not. Mid charge. The monster's charging at the, at the girl. Rawr, the charging. Boom, the boom, monster boom. just goes from six feet to suddenly he's like four inches tall. And he's reverting back to his pre-mutated fetus <laughs> form. And it looks like a pale, cheap knockoff version of Mr. Bill, if you know who that <laughs> is. <laughs> it's running at her. It shrinks down to like a three foot size. Cuts the lady. Cuts back to him, and he's just like you said. It's like Mr. It's like this Bill. Little, it's like he's shrinking as he's or running. Like the Pillsbury Doughboy. <laughs> and then and, as before, he's 
God, go, go, go. <laughs> and then the fetus runs up between the girl's legs and forces itself back up her vagina into her <laughs> womb. And before he runs in there, it lets off like a baby coo. It goes, oh. Like, it's so, it's like that stock baby coo sound. This running beast monster from hell running shrinks down to a fucking Pillsbury Doughboy goes, oh. And it slams his body into her vagina, crawling back into and her you fetus. See, like her stomach bubbling b- Bul- oh. bul- uh, bulging out and she's screaming withering in pain she's twitching around the floor before she finally just goes limp I've got snot and tears <laughs> running down my face God. we fade to black we cut to the front door being burst down by two policemen they enter the house. They take in the bloody surroundings. And they With, find the girl. Like, no sense of urgency. No, they're just like, oh, okay. They're just kind of walking around like, oh, boy, it's a mess in here. <laughs> yeah. uh, they find the girl slumped up against the wall. <laughs> and this is my favorite interaction. They see her slumped against the wall. They go, hey, hey, are you okay? Yeah, you're okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's, exactly how it's, that's exactly how it's delivered. Hey, are, are you okay? Yeah, you're yeah, okay. you're okay. <laughs> After all that shit she went through, that's like the only emotion she gets. Yeah, you're all right. Just walk it off. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Rub some dirt in it. You're fine. <laughs> Put some dirt in that vagina. You'll yeah, be fine. Yeah, totally fine. So now we cut back to present day, back at the hospital, where we follow the two doctors. They're talking, walking down the hospital hallways. <laughs> An orderly sitting at a desk tells him that Rebecca has been taken to some room down on the right. So fine, an hour and 25 minutes into this movie, I finally learned the name of the main character, the main girl. The first yeah. time it's been said, the entire movie. <laughs> hour and 25 minutes She's into an hour. She's the catalyst for this whole yeah. movie. And we just now get her name. It was Rebecca. Now we cut to a comatose Rebecca, who, who now has her much shorter hair, and she's in a large padded room, restrained in a straitjacket, as numerous other mental patients wander aimlessly around this room. Oh, it's not a padded room. I, 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 I <laughs> padded, quote unquote, I, my air quotes. Because you know what room it is? It's a racquetball court! It's a fucking racquetball court! It's a goddamn racquetball court! <laughs> Complete with the echoes. Every day somebody talks in there, it echoes. <laughs> they have these fucking crazy people just... Hitting themselves in the face, like, you know, like, making stupid, cliche, crazy, you know, actions. Yeah. In a fucking racquetball court. Racquetball court. I love it. Uh. Like, we went to the local YMCA to film this last scene. (laughs) (laughs) So, so two other orderlies now, they enter the room. Uh, they said something. I didn't even pay attention to what they said. They pick up Rebecca, take her away. Oh, they, they, I remember what they said. They said, hey, man, it's a night shift. You can do whatever you want. Okay. Uh, so they pick her up, take her away. We're out in the hallway. One of them just starts raping her. Yeah. Just you starts can, raping her right can, there in the hallway. You can do whatever you want. While the other one watches from, like, the door of the, the, the racquetball court to keep the other inmates in, I guess. Uh, which is complete with, like, the little plexiglass, yeah. like, window. So you can see if anybody's on the court. Yeah. yeah. And they have, they have, there's, like, two inmates, like, looking out, laughing at And then, holy shit, <laughs> the tentacle-like umbilical cord suddenly comes flying out of Rebecca's vag, wraps around the neck of the order that's raping her, and starts to strangle him. 
he blood shooting a, out of his mouth. He, he spins around, and then a large talon punctures through the man's chest, impaling him completely through. The other orderly screams and backs into a corner. The camera zooms in on his, on his screaming face, and it pans over to the window of the door where we see the inmates like watching as blood sprays the window, covers the window as the inmates just laugh at, at all, everything. Freeze frame. Yeah. Roll credits. But that's not it. No. 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 It can't be. Now, right after the very first title card, there is a scene of, at first, it's some random man, I thought, with a melting face yeah. in the woods. What is going on? Like, now the movie suddenly became street trash. Like, yeah. it's just, yeah. the face is just melting it's off. A, it's like a melt scene. Yeah. And there's some random father and son just <laughs> standing there watching this happen. <laughs> yeah. So this guy's melting. We cut to this child and, I guess, his dad. Yeah. Who have the stupidest looks on their faces? Yes. The dad's mouth, his jaw is wide open, just uh, like it, I jaw it's, drop. It's, yeah. but it's so comical. Yes, yeah. and he's wearing this weird outfit. Looks like this weird sweater combination. Yeah, it's he, like a yeah. It's it's so odd. And the boy, and it turns out it's not the woods. First of all, it turns out it's it's outside the brothels because you see the bubble gum covered yeah. window in the background. And the man's face just completely melts off, leaving behind a bloody and goo-colored covered skeleton. The boy just stands there, not concerned in the slightest. They're both just in shock. And he just blows a bubble with his bubble gum while the dad's (laughs) there with jaw drop like, Huh? (laughs) What? They pan back and the kid's wearing a shirt that says, Fuck noise. Yes. Yes. Like, I, I know it said fuck something, but I was like, what? Did it, so they give like a 12 year old kid with a shirt that says fuck on it. Fuck noise. <laughs> what? <laughs> what is going on? And then the bloody skeleton finally falls to the ground in a smoking heap, and we see that it's wearing a tie. So I'm assuming that this is the man in the suit. Yeah, who uh, tried to escape. Yeah, roll the rest of the credits. What the fuck of an abortion this movie is. Uh, again, like. Again, I'd have to count like the fact that you just say like why, nobody should come. Like somebody should be calling the authorities or something. Because if there's like some weird ass giant alien womb that's burning people or melting people that go in it, that's gonna be seen from the street. Like people are gonna see that. <laughs> or are they just stopping their tracks with their mouth open and gawk at it? <laughs> like, oh, what that? Oh God. <laughs> so my friends, holy crap, that is the suckling. <laughs> Let's move on to favorite kills. There can be only one favorite kill. All right. It's this is a weird one. There's not a whole lot to choose from this one. Well, it's there, there's a lot of deaths, but, but some it, of them are seen and some of them are kind of not. Yeah, and all or, or there's like hug you die. Hug you, you know? die. The hug and then death. you have these great head explosions. Yeah. You know, like huh? So yeah. I don't know what what. What do you got? What's your favorite kill this week? Well, uh, to be to be fair, the, <clears throat> excuse me, <clears throat> to be fair, the you know the creature's mask and outfit wasn't bad. Some of the gore isn't bad. It's not really. It's not poorly done. Not all the time. It's some. Sometimes it sucks, and then sometimes it's not bad. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Die, motherfucker! <laughs> Axel's charge, and he like what a dumb way to die. Yeah. You can't do shit right. The guy's been a fuck up his whole life, and still can't even hit the broadside of a barn with a gun. Can't even hit it with a fucking <laughs> with with the goddamn pole. Misses, 
plunges it into <laughs> the electric box, gets fried, and his head explodes. That's that's my favorite kill. All right. Uh, mine, I think I'm going to go with... Uh, they would go with Bertha, the first one. The toilet. It's yeah. just so stupid. It's so and it's, weird. And Kendra's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> her head, the toilet makes her head rip off? Like, what? It's so dumb, but at the same time, it's so... <laughs> it was kind of enjoyable because it was just so bad, yeah. but it's so stupid. <laughs> the body comes back the up. The body and bounces kind of back up. Like, around and blood squirting out the top. Candy screaming in the background and the tentacles take her head back into down the toilet bowl. The melt at the end is cool too, but it just doesn't. It, it's just like yeah. thrown in there just yeah. for shits and giggles. Like, look what we could have done awesome during the actual movie. And why now we're gonna melting? do it at the end? Like, so what? Like, there's no ex. There's no. Yeah, it's there's like no explanation. Yeah, I agree. It's so, a cool effect, but it has no bearing whatsoever. Yeah, it's so random and odd. It it, it just throws it all off. All right, all right. So there we go. Let's move on to uh, odds and ends. Not only did they watch these films, they researched them too. Ugh, what is wrong with these guys? Alright, this is going to be real, real quick this week, because there is hardly anything on this movie. Um, ratings. IMDb gives it a 4.7 out of 10. Rotten Tomato, no tomometer score, uh, but it has a 32% audience score. And Amazon gives it a 3 out of 5. Uh, plot keywords, only 2. Only 2 plot keywords for the entire movie. May, may I take a guess? Go ahead. Abortion? Ding, ding, ding. Okay. <laughs> Coat hanger abortion. No. Okay. Independent film is the other one. Oh. <laughs> That's it. No sex, not guns, not head explosion, not murder, not fetus. Just independent film and abortion. Um, the only bit of trivia I could come up with for this is that uh, in the UK, the movie is known as Sewage Baby. That's the name of the title <laughs> in the UK. That's I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Sewage Baby. Uh, could not find the budget information on this. Uh, so I wish I would have had it for this. Yeah, one. that's a that's a. Would have been fun. What what would you have guessed? I don't have the answer for you, but it's tough to say because, like I said, the the suit is decent. The and it's a they have different locations. They have a lot. There's a lot locations. of locations. It's a house. Well, and then they, the YMCA. They have the house, the hospital, the YMCA. They have that. God, this movie's so weird. <laughs> it's so weird. Uh, I would. 1989 money. I would probably say two hundred thousand dollars. Two hundred thousand. I don't know if I'd even go that high. I'd probably go like a lot lower. Um, but anyway, that, that yeah. But there's just a lot of actors in it. You know, there's but a lot shitty of shitty actors. Yes, really yeah, shitty yeah. actors who have like nothing to their name. That's true. Okay. All right. Anyway, let's move on. I think I probably would go like twenty thousand. Um, I don't know. Let's move on to uh, five star reviews. These special movies have a place in these special people's hearts. Five-star reviews. Now, there were only two five-star reviews on Amazon, so only two. <laughs> wow. Uh, from JS. This is my favorite kind of movie. Ridiculous, cheesy, sleazy, violent, and funny, though sometimes not intentionally. For what it is, it's the best. Five stars. Whew. And it's from, oh boy, Nayar LOL Hotep. The easiest way to sum up my feelings on the suckling are as follows. One, one of the best trauma movies that isn't a trauma movie. I'm talking trauma produced film. If that means nothing to you, then you may be in for a bumpy ride. Five stars. <laughs> That's Wait, was that his list? 
No, I'm I, yeah. Oh. It, it, R is follows one of the. There's no follows. R is follows one. one. That's one it. The, yeah, that's it. Where's two and three? <laughs> one asshole. Yeah. Don't have many points there, buddy. Yeah. Uh, that's it. That's all I could get for this movie uh, this week. So. Uh, that that just take us right to our our final our, our final our thoughts here, Aaron. What what do you got? For the suckling. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, I think we had some fun reviewing this movie. Yeah. This movie was not fun. This was an example, I think, of everything that you can do wrong in a movie. Like it's it's like this almost could be a study piece of. What you shouldn't do in your movie. Yeah, exactly. That's like, a great point. This should be taught in film school as don't do these things. <laughs> <laughs> don't say you're out of bullets and keep shooting. <laughs> don't use sound effects that aren't appropriate for the movie. <laughs> don't have your fucking evil monster turn into a cute little cuddly thing, make a coup, and run back into a vagina. <sighs> So bad it's scary. <laughs> Fuck this <God>. movie. <laughs> I just can't get over that final scene. It's I so know. insanely wrong. It's so what the fuck? <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> yeah, what the shit? Uh, oh no! Like I don't know how Mr. Bill. Yeah, yeah, that's what he would do. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> It's crazy. <laughs> okay. Uh, your thoughts. Uh, I can't even. I know you're having like a laughing fit over here. Yeah. All right. Um, well, it does give good social commentary on the state of the uh, of, of the society at the time with the abortion and the prostitution. <laughs> And yes. how it and how it treats war veterans coming back from Vietnam because the best guy <laughs> in the movie is forced to work at an illegal brothel, uh, so on that point I think it is a great job. Great job of raising awareness there. <laughs> no, this movie's goddamn awful. <laughs> is, is this a PSA not to have an abortion or else the suckling will come after you? This, this movie is so bad. <laughs> Like it's not bad in a fun way, it, it, and it had potential. When I was like, yeah. when I read the script, like an aborted fetus comes back, is immune to kill people. Like, oh yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. this would be great. No, it they dropped the ball. This could have been such. I I could see this being like a cult classic, so bad it's good type movie. But it hits. Oh, it misses every mark. And so it goes from like there's slapstick moments, or like the airplane sound of the dildo, to trying to be serious, to just awful. Everything about it is awful. Nothing really works at all in this movie. There's no good redeeming characters. The special effects are atrocious. And like I said, I'm trying. What makes it even more un- uh, unforgivable in my mind is that this was made in 1989 and released in 1990. This should have been a lot better of effects and and and, and creature f- uh, effects and special effects and video quality. I get maybe it's you know it was independent, you know, low budget, but still. There were so many other movies with such better quality that came out either the same time or before this one that I just couldn't get past. Like, I, it's so bad. It's it, ugh. So, but yeah, so bad. It's scary. It, it just just pass on this one. I kind of agree with you. Like, it had the potential. Yeah, it, the like, potential was there. It, 
when it started with that sex scene with the slapstick and the beanie spinning and the, you know, like, I thought it was going to be that kind of movie with some sticky, fun kind of, hey, abortus fetus killing people, woohoo. I was like, okay, I'm on board for that. And then, like you said, just like you said, everything went, like, they tried to be serious and they slapstick and then, yeah, you're, you're so dead on with your assessment. Another thing we didn't count on, but I want to, I, that is just weird and doesn't make any sense is the beginning. Like, the movie opens with her having nightmares about a doctor cutting her baby out. Yeah. And that's the present. But she... So, why is she having nightmares? She should be having nightmares about the fetus Fucking killing suckling. everybody. yeah. Suckling, killing everybody. Why is she having nightmares about this doctor slitting her throat and stuff? Like, it never comes back. There's no explanation for it. It, it It's just a stupid open. You don't even need it to have a... Like, just have her wake up in the hospital bed and, like, oh, yeah, she's firing. Well, we wouldn't get to see that topless nurse with the wacky walker. Oh, yeah, then we went... The wacky walker. The wacky walker. (laughs) Fucking A. All right. uh, (laughs) We're going to wrap up this week. Because I bet we could just keep talking about the weird shit of this movie. We could. It's ungodly. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Moon Goons. That's it for us. Yeah, we we we're not we could keep going for this for 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 hours talking about this movie. But uh, we'll wrap it up here. Check us out next week. We'll be back. We're going to be starting our Christmas movies, our Christmas Yay! horror movies. Pretty soon. We always seem to get a good time with those. Uh, Christmas yeah. is here. I'm excited. Christmas season is here. I, I like doing the Christmas horror movies. Well, I'm trying to find some good ones this year. I'm trying. I found a few, but we're running through a lot of them. And the ones that are out, some aren't streaming. Like I, I either have to purchase on disc, which gets expensive, because some of them like. Some are fucking expensive. Like people think, like, oh, these are hard to find cult classic yeah, horror movies. So I'm yeah. like, I'll sell them on DVD for a hundred dollars. I'm like, so what? No. Contribute to our Patreon page. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, exactly. That's one thing you we could put money for. This, yeah, we, we hope we actually get movies. We gotta buy some of the shit. <laughs> uh, and like same thing, like some of the requests we've been getting in emails and other things. I'd love to do them. Some of them sound awesome, but when I look them up, they're not streaming anywhere. I'd have to buy them. So. Um, which means I, have to, I, I can't just buy one. I have to buy two or three copies, depending if we have a guest that week, which, again, adds adds up. So, again, help us. you want to help us out with that Patreon, that would be a great thing to do. Thanks. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. Anyway, we're rambling. Uh, watch, in the meantime, guys, watch more horror movies. And remember to always keep it tight. <laughs>